Hello, NPR friends. Yo, 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 whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host at X3C, and thanks for joining. Today's episode, we're going to talk about ChatGPT, a topic that I have no clue about. I'm not joking. Now, we're going to chat about ChatGPT uh, today, and we're also going to dive into some shenanigans about social media. So let's dive into the quickie. Social media preference and the circle. Do you guys watch the circle on Netflix? If you do, you're in for a treat. But let me start off here. So social media, in my opinion, it's 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 usually, I guess it's really designed for the end user, right? You take, it takes a life of the user, right? So if you have a certain style and approach to social media, that's how you want to post things, the things you like to read or research or how you utilize your social media. It's all up to you, right? There's no rules behind it. There's no governance. There's no no guide that tells you you have to do something in a certain way. For example, you know, I used to get a little bit of heat sometimes from friends saying, that's not a, a selfie. What are you doing? You know, that's that's a selfie is this. I'm like, this is what I want to post and I'm going to call it a selfie. And that's the end of that, right? I don't want someone to tell me what I can and can't do and how I should be able to do it. It's my page and I want to do it my way. On the flip side, what about people who overshare? Now here's the deal. What is oversharing, right? So if someone shares something on social media and it may be too personal for your taste and your style, maybe A-OK and perfect for the end user, for that particular end user. So for me, social media it's again, preference of the individual. It's not about how one should govern someone else's site, right? So that flips me over to The Circle. If you guys haven't seen it on Netflix, it's an amazing show. And I'm saying that from a person who originally did not like social media in the way I thought I would, right? It kind of grew on me over time. Um, but when the first when the show came out, the first season, it was, you know, I thought it was really groundbreaking, awesome show that really, and I don't want to give too many details away, but just let you guys know that, hey, social media is designed to connect people. And what I like about the circle, it takes immediacy. You have to immediately get into the game and instantly forge friendships. Now, granted, you may be forging a friendship with someone who may not be real on the other end. It may be a bot. It may be a real person. It may be a person playing another person. But the conversations are genuine or strategic. You really don't know. It is, it's all about however the end user wants the story to be told. So if you guys have not checked out The Circle, please give it a try. It's on Netflix. You don't have Netflix, you know, just go to someone's house and watch it on Netflix. And that's the quickie for today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and others. As I stated earlier, 
today's episode, episode number 63 for the record, chat GPT is a topic that I was unfamiliar with probably three months ago. That's because it just came out three months ago <laughs> and it came to my attention, not because I saw it online, usually I do, it's because today's guest co-host, returning co-host, who've had the number one appearances on No Pants Required is back again. Yo, thanks. Thanks for the for thanks for the entrance. I, I need more energy. Yeah, guys. yeah, this is you know, it's me. It's, it's me. Brian. It's, it's Brian. He's Brian. back. He's happy back. New Year's, y'all. So and happy New Year's to you, brother. So Brian is back. We're not drinking at the moment. Um, shockingly, he is taking a dry spell and I don't know how to take that. I don't know. I, f- I finished all the pure white Hennessy, so it's actually a little bit. Literally, I don't know who left that little bit. It's, I, it's probably me. It, like it's like the like your fingernail at the bottom of the bottle. I'm gonna have to water it down then. Why is it. that? <laughs> who who who? Do you go to your friend's house, people, and then drink something and just leave a squig? Just finish it. Yeah, you're right, man. I don't That's know if he fault. did or didn't, but I could tell you. I went down there a couple of days ago, right after Christmas, and I was moving the bottles around, and I said, "Oh, this this is the pure Hennessy bottle." And I was like, what is, it's not even a, what is this at the bottom? It's like a little bit. Anyways, I'm not saying it was Brian's fault, but um, maybe it was. You never know. So Brian hit me up a couple of weeks ago about today's episode topic. And again, I really didn't have, I had no idea about it. And I went to Twitter and it was all over Twitter. But this, this thing literally came out or came to the public in November, late November, like it hasn't really been out for quite some time. And it's actually shocking. We're going to cover today's episode. Like the reach is already garnered and it's not even <laughs> been what, two and a half months. I don't, I don't even think it's touched the surface, man. It's just like a slight scrape. It is like scrape. So you want to explain what it is or you want me to do it? Uh, no, you go ahead. Yeah, yeah. All right. we'll so um, I was hoping Brian's going to take over and be the co-host. And I could just sit back and relax. Ah. He, he was like, no, I don't want to do it. So for to the nutshell, you can obviously guys go out there and Google search this on your own. But chat GPT is a chat bot. Yes, it's a bot. <laughs> it's an open AI technology that came out in November of 2022. Um, and it's really built to provide models in a language format. Um, but what's interesting about it, it's, it's like a conversational style, um, search engine, if you will. And I'm using that word um, and I'm putting air quotes here when I say search engine, so I'm using it very lightly. Um, so, uh, chat B, chat GPT is a AI open, uh, really a, a, a AI chat bot and it's used, um, unlike other searches, right? So it's, it's, it's instead of like available data that's online given to like a general like co- conversational um question that a host will ask so unlike a google search which scrubs like the internet for potential answers and give you, you know, like people the links which is kind of neat right it it funnels you to a site right and i think that's how the google model really works mm-hmm. well is because it's not just given even though google if you notice at the top of their search features they do give you like a synopsis or summary of whatever you like you look for for like the main searches but there are other areas where, well, for the most part, probably 99% of Google searches are providing you with the links to the website, 
which is pretty neat for the the vendors, right? right. So if someone wants information, Google is funneling those potential customers and, and billions of people to your particular website. Really good deal. And I understand how that that uh, that that brings in revenue for Google. It's a really good cycle on how that was built. But here comes Chat GPT in less than two damn months <laughs> is here to challenge the powerful Google. Hell, it's even challenging Microsoft. We'll get to that in a minute. So as I mentioned, unlike Google search, which scrubs the internet for potential answers and give people the links that they themselves must read through, Chat GPT delivers a unique novel answers never written by humans at all. That's that's impressive and also scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so for example, if a person can ask Chat GPT to write a a Sudoku, for example, or some type of thing that's dealing with with spam. I'm reading this here. Um, it could uh, Chat B, uh, GPT would pr- uh, produce a convincing answer for you, right? I even seen something uh, I think on Twitter where it's about like trying to find someone a perfect date. <laughs> yeah. I've seen anywhere from you know Chat GPT like you know make this you know this meal for me like or create some sort of like vegan friendly or like keto friendly or make you know or you know create this you know you know a certain like gym routine right you know if i'm trying to attain a certain goal or i've even seen people uh someone request gpt i mean chat gpt gpt kind of hard uh, to say i know it's like yeah it gets tongue twister um to create a, like a legal documentation for like you know i sent you that one uh mm-hmm. example of a you know just like a simple contract of a specific um, you know, city, county, state. Um, so it kind of meets those terms. And um, but, but you you mentioned it's like convinces. Does it mean is Chat GPT bullshitting us? I mean, here's the deal: we don't know, right? Right. Because it's not a human design, it right. It's a bot. It's algorithms, right? Or it's queries. It's, it's queries, right? Yeah. But I, and as we we talked about this before the episode. It, it's self-learning, right? So the more queries that they generate, the more questions and conversations that it has mm-hmm. with the human, it can build more and more knowledge base and, and get better. And I, I, so, so let's cover this part of it. I do see the value of this. To be honest with you, I don't think it's a Google or Microsoft being killer, if you will, but I do see what this is the future mm-hmm. because as I just mentioned in the, in the opening here, if I do a search on something and it's going to yield to me a link, I now have to continue to do research to find the answer, which is okay, right? But humans are lazy and we don't have the patience. We want everything instant, right? Yeah. So with chat GPT, it's giving you the answer as opposed to necessarily the links to the answer. So the way I think about this is like cliff notes. Mm-hmm. You remember back in the day, cliff yep. notes, you know? You don't read a book, reference that, but it only limits you. You know, these cliff notes don't don't you know go into detail. It just kind of just provides you like a high level view of everything that's happened within that book, right? Or whatever right. it may be. And and I kind of want to like correlate that to Chat GPT, where you know I've read and like seen videos that you know teachers, professors have actually you know prompted 
you know, certain questions that they would ask in a, you know, essay format and whatever um, chat GPT spits out, mm -hmm. they give it like an, they kind of said it was like kind of like an average product. So it's like, you know, a uh, C, C plus level paper. So it's right. like, you know, you still kind of have to take it a step further to yeah. kind of. Uh, but, I, but I wonder if that that part of the self-learning piece of it, will it get better over time? I'm sure it would like. Yeah, I think because this is. I mean, I can see the value of like this, but I also feel like, and, and hey, we anytime something new comes out, mm -hmm. people will always say you're gonna lose a skill set. For example, I guess I'm gonna date myself slightly here, but the typewriter, when that was out, you typed and you made a mistake. There was like this this whiteout feature you could that you used on a typewriter, but you had to write everything out, make sure you spelled it correctly. You didn't have spell check and all those different things yeah, like that. Yeah. And so you fast forward to now, you can write with spell check, hell, even autocorrect. And there's even a next one, I can't think of what it's called, where it starts fill, it start pre-filling in the, the remainder of that sentence for you. I mean, you get that in the emails, right? Like yeah. on Outlook and stuff, like uh, it's kind of already kind of... It, it also happens on... Um, Android? Android, te well, Samsung text. I don't know if it's all Android, but when I do a Samsung tech, it'll start filling in the rest of that text message. I'm like, wow, it's adding in what it think I want to say. Sure, why not? Like, you're um, just like, you know what? Instead right. of like, right, <laughs> let me just go ahead and go with what they're saying. Well, sometimes you do and just hit enter and yeah, it's like, exactly. I didn't want to say that. Um, but so I think, oh, it's, it's really dumbing us down. Not necessarily. And so this is why I want to, I, I want to tie that in. So right now I'm learning Spanish. And I mean, when I say learning, I am barely learning. Well, I'm learning, but I'm slow. So I'm learning Spanish on Duolingo. I can say this. I may be better at reading it than I am at speaking it. Mm -hmm. I think Duolingo is really teaching me the writing side of it, to be honest with you. Because right. when I see it written down, I know exactly what's going on. Mm -hmm. If someone is speaking those words, I'm a little slower to understand, especially if they're speaking it Spanish fast, right? Espanol. Um, but... I also see in the future, and I'm going to tie this in, in a different tech episode, where we have a device, similar to like Google Translate, where it's either in your ear all the time, and it's automatically translating whatever language you're hearing to your preferred language. Well, we have something like that, right? We do, but I wanted to, I'm thinking of something that's constantly on all the time. Gotcha. So what this may do, it may prevent us from learning another language but we we can now go anywhere in the world and mm -hmm. communicate instantly that's the same thing i think about with the typewriter example and the same thing i'm thinking about with this doing a google search versus chat gpt i wonder if it would be like in the form of like a headset right yeah or like a headset speaker kind of thing where like it input something's input in and it kind of outputs google goggles or the, like i that. think the yeah. rumored apple glasses that's been rumored to come out i think that's why i want to see technology move forward i don't want to spill too much of that because i do want to do a ford technology episode um but when it comes to this conversation um so while google has been aggressively building its ai technologies and we all know google is doing that mm -hmm. right um it's been slow to release it to the public for fearing it might affect society and that is why i am on google's side but if we do everything too slowly right we can't never really advance so on the flip side of that um microsoft and yes bing still exists <laughs> um because chat gpt again less than damn two months made 
you know, conversational AI accessible. Now, Microsoft is rumored to be integrating the machine learning techniques behind its being query search, which is kind of pretty smart, right? I guess they're trying to one up and beat Google to the yeah, punch. Yeah. Um, but when I think about this topic, dude, it's again, November of 2022. And now we're in January of 2023. And you have these mega multinational companies who are fighting to incorporate this technology. That is a telling sign to me that it's real. And if I guess these companies are thinking we need to get on board with this pretty quickly before someone else or becomes too, here we go, too open source, even though it is open source, we can't build revenue out of it. And here's the thing though, it's like, I've also done a little bit of research where for each query, it's allegedly <laughs> 0.002 of a cent to create. So it's not cheap. Mm. I don't know how they quantify that. Well, that's true too. It's a machine has to be somewhere that's, that's, that's someone is hosting it right, somewhere. Right. So you would think, I mean, personally, would if you had the ability to su- subscribe mm. to chat GPT for like, I don't know, 10 bucks a month, would you? I mean, yeah, probably. If I can see this, have if they have maybe several years of experience and they can produce two things there, and I might as well just jump into it now because mm-hmm. obviously I see it, one side of it, I do see the value of it. The other part of it, it does scare me a little bit because we have rogue agents, that that's rogue people in the world who look to do things to harm. Yeah. And so for me, there have to be some parameters or governance somewhere around there. So if I knew they had like five or eight pillars of security that that is always checked and this thing has had many years to build, absolutely, I pay $9 a month. Instead of me searching on Google and looking for multiple different links and different sites and I can get it all, as you mentioned earlier, in a cliff note style, hell yeah, I'll take something like that. Especially if I'm using information for podcasts, for mm-hmm. example, I would do it in a minute, yeah. I mean, you might be able to. That's like too. I've actually seen videos of GPT creating like a bullet point style, like what's the word for it? Script. Yeah. And it does it based on, you know, just the, you know. Yeah. I mean, when you think about that, uh, so losing that example, building the script, um, I am going to be a officiant at uh, one of my best friend's wedding in a few months and I literally I wrote a script you know it's it's in my phone in my OneNote that I use for everything and I also part of like the the process of being air quote ordained <laughs> uh, they have a script generator that builds a um a potential um script for you based off a few few parameters and all of that is great I have information I have also have another friend who sent me some of his information because he does this as a side uh, mm-hmm. job. So I have like three different documents that I'm merging. Oh, I'm sorry, four, because I also have the outline from the bride and groom. So I'm like merging all the information together. And I wonder, because chat GPT is a conversational open source language, if I were to find or perfect it a way to ask it a question in, in a conversation way, will it reduce? give mm-hmm. me what I'm looking for in 
similar or close enough style. Sure. We could just use that script for the whole ceremony. That'd be interesting. It would be. Yeah, yeah. So can you can you still I, I don't know. You've told me they've like I don't know if they've held back like users or if they stop entirely or if it's still ongoing, if we could just go and just you know, I haven't seen that. Okay. I haven't seen anything about being halted at all. All right. Well, that'd be interesting to kind of maybe you do that. We do like a little. A little test run. A little test run. Yeah. Yeah. Not right now, but obviously. But No, I can't do that right now. Um, But I know you guys are going to be out there and you're looking and you're going to say, you're going to see these articles that's going to say, this is a Google killer or it's it's putting um, companies out of business. Look, you know. Whenever new technology come out, it's all, I don't know why this is human nature, but it's quick for us to find a way or we all not, I'm saying we, cause I'm part of the human race, but it's always the first reaction. Oh, it's going to kill this. Oh, it's going to put that out of business. Do we have enough room and space for multiple things to exist, coexist at the same time. Um, so I don't have like a fear that one would put a company out of business, but I can say, um, these large companies have to evolve and adapt because this is real technology and it makes total sense. Makes you wonder how long this has actually been around that, you know, government, obviously it's been around. AI, it's been around for quite some time. Just right. How long actually? And I feel like this also, <laughs> here we here, I go my conspiracy here. Well, I feel like we try to humanize technology and AI so much that we... We try to make it into as this is doing in a conversational side of it where we are hey let's have a conversation and get results back we could go back and <laughs> forth hey, i ask the questions and based off of the response i can dig a little bit deeper sure. to get more clarity and more understanding as opposed as as if i'm speaking to another human i i feel like that's where a lot of this is headed you know, because right now we have our Googles in a home, our Alexas, our series, right? We can ask them questions and they give us information. But this chat GPT takes it to another level. Yeah, but like, how do we fact check it? You can't. Exactly. So like, how do you, you know, like you said, like you mentioned earlier, it's like chat GPT is convincing us, right? So at the end of the day, we still have to do our own. You do. But pe yeah. humans are lazy. They're not going to do their own research and find out if what I'm reading is real or not. That's true. They're going to listen to, oh, ChatGPT gave me this script. Sounds good enough. Sounds good enough for me. Here's yeah. the 12 steps I'm following. You know? I mean, we know about all the crazy people who, who thought that Hillary Clinton had people in the basement in D.C. in a pizza joint. She did. <laughs> right. And so he went down there with guns to free these yeah. non-existent people in a non-existent place, in a non-existent business. <laughs> And I was in jail. <laughs> it's like, like, dude, like, hey, people believe anything. And yeah. how do, do you, I feel like that's a really good point, though. Like, no one, we're building these systems or sources or technologies to yield answers, but we aren't building it to find the most, for example, how Google search, it searched the internet, right? Mm -hmm. And find and it pulls all that together and you and provides you with an answer. Well, Chat GPT could do the same thing in the background. It can hear the requests, query the internet, and let's say 80% or 90% of the results were all in quadrant one. 
then I'm going to give, then chat GPT could build that script with quadrant one results. That is the easiest way I could think of fact checking because that's what most on the internet, but hell with most things on the internet is damn fake. Well, well, I mean, that, that's just all, it's all interpretation, right? Right. Um, but maybe that's what Google is trying to, to kind of, uh, um, you know, perfect. Yeah. But I mean, obviously to, to the best of its ability, but before it does launch it. Yeah. And have it be like a reliable, a reliable, um, you know, search engine or mm-hmm. I don't know what do you even call it. Like AI engine, like. Right, exactly. Because Chat GPT doesn't roll off your tongue. I'm and, struggling. Oh yeah, I said it like <laughs> ten times already. Yeah, and I'm I struggling. Know, and I know it's going to be like interesting having people to to assume, you know. I guess with anything though, you can figure out a way for it to. I just think the name needs to, needs to be totally better. Yeah, yeah. But as you were talking, I had a weird thought. I do not want to talk about this guy. He is my former best friend in my head. Um, because he's losing he's losing uh brownie points by the day um and i won't say his name right now but does it start with a t Uh, oh no no it starts does it start with an e starts with the e yeah oh yeah (laughs) it ends with a k that guy um (laughs) but you know how to verify blue check yeah maybe somewhere google or chat gpt or whomever can design their queries to do the fact checking based on the like blue check not the real technology but like a a verified site so we're only going to pull queries from verified sites now how you become a verified site that's a whole nother goddamn story but that's another Mm -hmm. way to really as objectively as we can certify the results of what we we provide that's what well that's what i was going to say right um there's so many like liberal and conservative like news websites. It's like, how do you get verified? You know? Yeah. How do you, right. There would have to be some kind of way to do that, but I think we would need to, cause right now people go to Wikipedia. That's, that's open source, right? Folks write that now. Yeah. Granted, I think they do a pretty decent job yeah. at providing information, but it's all like not, um, you know, the best. It's all not the best. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think we need to have some kind of process and parameters in place to do that. No, I agree. I agree. I think obviously this is just like the beginning stages of something pretty big. And once, once it gets, it's going to get moving, it's going to either you want to be like an early adapter, but like, right. And I like early adapting to things. I really do. I, 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 I really find joy in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, hell, I bought my Tesla relatively early. Um, I do like jumping out into things like that because it's fun, right? So I had a question, right? Since you brought up your best friend. <laughs> well, you know how he, uh, your best friend, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, purchase. You just say it. All right. Yeah. So we went ahead and purchased Twitter, right? And <laughs> just fired everybody on the phone. What if he's using AI to build all that code to... You know that's what he's doing. Come on, that's an easy answer. I mean, here's the deal. I knew he was going to do that. Not because I know him. What, AI? Like just using AI no, to kind of write program? Like, not like necessarily, the other coding stuff like that? Not necessarily that, but I knew he was going to fire people because, look, Twitter was losing, what was it, $4 million a day? Something around that number, I believe. He was losing that amount per day. So I knew this guy was going to come in there 
and turn the ship around. Yeah. Now, granted, he could have did a better job at implementing things. Also, he could have kept his goddamn mouth shut and just implemented things. But he wanted <laughs> to yap and tell the whole damn world, um, which I think thought was a mistake. I think he even mentioned that he made some mistakes in the beginning, um, which is also cool because he can humanize. He's humanizing himself a little bit because um, I think a lot of people like to view, view him as like a deity in some way. I, I don't know. I, I don't put too much stock into the guy as I did because I kind of sort of I understand what he, he mentioned that Twitter is important for the sake of humanity. I don't see it. I understand the sustainability of hum humanity taking us to a multi-planet species. I can see protecting the planet and, 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 and trying to reduce our waste. I get all of that. Yeah. I'm behind him on all of that. But ever since he moved to Texas, I feel like this guy is a lunatic. And something is amiss with him. That is not why I was following this guy. All right. But that's what this episode is about. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, let's digress <laughs> and maybe we could make that our next episode to see how. We could do that. How um, Warren's and your best friend's relationship be. are. Yeah, well, it's, it's the current state of it. It's degrading. <laughs> but you're right. We could talk about the next episode. So I think this is a good chat. Yeah, let's get start. For yeah. chat GPT. Get it? Yeah, a little, a little bit lame. Um, well, what do you guys think about Chat GPT? Do you have you even heard of it? First of all, and secondly, if you have, do you think we can safely implement it into our normal everyday life? <sighs> Man, I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> scared. <laughs> I'm scared. You scared? I'm scared. All right, time to drink. Yeah, you got some tea. Yeah, we got tea. We're gonna do let's, that. Let's Not do that. alcoholic. All right, friends, until next time, thank you for joining. No Pants Required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Peace. Peace. Peace.